Welcome back to a Night Shift Football Podcast Red Edition, talking about our beloved Adelaide United, a big three points away to Western United. If you listen to our Europod this week, I said we played MacArthur, but I'm full of shit. It was Western United, but what would I know? I was dying in my bed with a second bout of COVID. But Tommy was watching the game. How you doing, man? Excellent. No COVID still. Look Lovely. at me go. Good stuff. Still surviving. Good. Look at you. Uh, Cooper's here as well. You would have enjoyed it. Yeah, nice to get three points again. Beautiful. Where should we start with this one? You want to, I guess, as always, we start with the lineup and uh, what was the what were the the yays? What were the nays this week? I think the yays from the top four teenagers start in the A League for the first time, and that's another enviable record that we hold. And I, you know, I thought all four teenagers acquitted themselves quite well. That being uh, Pep Bovelina, uh, Luka Jovanovic. Nesri Irinkunda, and the other one's Popovich, right? Johnny Yow. Oh, Johnny Yow. Fuck, there you go. <laughs> I paid attention. <laughs> I, I knew did, that I is... could... The fact that he was listing those names so slow, I knew the cogs were turning <laughs> in the background. And he was trying to find the fourth while he was saying the other ones. <laughs> I did work yeah. through the first half, so I, I I missed the first half. But it's good to see that we had four kids playing. If you haven't figured... is young, right? If you haven't figured it out yet, Cooper, Tom and I don't have notes on anything. <laughs> And sometimes when I'm looking for something, I say, I'm just trying to check in my notes here, but I don't have notes. I'm quickly trying to, like, I'm on live score, <laughs> scrolling through something. That's why we got you. That's why you're here. Well, Tom, you're would, here. Tom would have known that stat because he would have seen Adelaide United post today about the fact that for the first time in A-League history, <laughs> yeah. four teenagers started. And the big picture on the front of the graphic is actually Johnny Young. Johnny Young. <laughs> I know. I retweeted it for Christ's sake. Uh, nah, to the lineup, um, unchanged back four including Bovelina, big tick. Isaias back into the midfield, big tick. Big Luka tick. Jovanovic up front, even bigger tick. Really good. Really exciting on the weekend, this kid. He was good, wasn't he? He was good. Um, he just offered that different dimension that we've been longing for, I think. Um, given we said it in the, the preseason pods that, you know, you get rid of our best crosser in the game and all of a sudden we've got, Halloran, he doesn't really like to whip a ball in. He prefers to cut inside. So much better to see him out on the left. You've got Irin Kunda, who did he play right wing? I don't know. We saw him pop up in so many different positions. There's it's it's just a waste. It's a waste to have Hero standing up there and doing not a lot. So to have a more mobile forward like Luca getting into those positions. Uh scored a good goal, could have scored an even better goal. That was really well saved by Tom Huard Bell. Really, really, really good performance. I won't say brilliant, but really assured performance and should have done enough to start next week. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, Luca was great. Um, I think what he adds is a dimension where that front four is a lot more connected and and it allowed, we've spoken about this season, how Zach Clough has been so good in the 10 because he's been able to drift wide left and wide right and and Nestor and Halloran have been able to drift into the middle. This provided an opportunity for for another spot for Zach Clough to go into and, and we saw with the first goal for a spot for Ben Halloran to drive into because there isn't just a big, for lack of a better term, cinder block of a striker standing in, in the path. <laughs> Um, <laughs> right. I, again, we said this at the start of the season. I think that Hiroshi Basuki is is a little bit hard done by being in this team because if he went and he played for for a better team, he'd probably score a lot of goals. But when you're not a good enough side 
we're not a good enough side rather to have a striker that we have to play one system and that system has to work for them to be effective. We're a much better side when we have a more mobile striker who can, who can drop into other spots and he can, he can find positions and create for himself a little bit more. And, and Luke has done that and, and he's young and the workload of starting him every week is not going to work. So we're going to have to find a way to either incorporate Hiroshi into this and get him a little bit more mobile or find someone else that can play in that spot for, for periods of time as well. Is this our best starting eleven? This is the one I would prefer to see every week. I think it's the the one I've enjoyed the most so far this season. I think so. I'm pretty set on that back five. I think we're we're a better team with Isaias in in the midfield than without. Um, and I think that front four is the one I'd like to see going forward. I guess the major question mark would have been before this weekend. Ben Halloran. We've all been pretty vocal on our dis- distaste for this guy recently. Uh, but a huge performance on the weekend. Mm, the old bird watcher up and about. Uh, nice, nice goal. Nice goal. Um, was it our own goal, Cooper? Or are we going to give it to Ben? No, we're giving it to Ben. We're giving it to Ben. He's come okay. around. He's come around. He's been talked into it. Yeah, it's, the group chat just... lit up with uh, celebrations. Yes, Adelaide 1-0. First thing Cooper writes, own goal, surely. But just, just didn't want Ben to have a bar of it, but... You got to give the credit where it's due. That's what we we said in the other pod. I was talking about Liverpool saying, just you know, you get to the edge of the box. Sometimes just shoot, man. They're professional footballers. They got power in the boost. They got the dynamite. Just hit it. Get something on target. Uh, ben does the work there. Starts running across. Gets the defense moving. Takes his chance. Um, gets lucky with a bit of a deflection, but sometimes you need that bit of luck to get going. Mm, the beauty of the goal was exactly what Cooper just described. Is the the rotating front four that we had, the amount of runs, the false runs that were played to be able to open up the space. You take one defender's attention away and that gives the easy cut in. And then he's got two center backs and all of a sudden they're thinking, shit, where the fuck is Luca going? Where, what's Dishy up to? Nestory is just causing a, a ruckus across that back line. And, you know, Halloran, he didn't actually have to do that much in order to open up the space. There was a nice little cut outside to open up the shooting opportunity. And then, yeah, like you said, bang. Shot outside uh, the box, like fucking do it more. These guys are—they have the quality to hit the target with enough power in order to test the goalkeeper. And yeah, the deflection is kind, but I don't think without the deflection, it's not going to be a shot on target, and it's not going to be a good opportunity. More so with Ben as well. It's the overall performance um, gets the assist for Luki Ivanovic later as well. For yeah, a, good assist. Finally, one thing we've said about Hallen, we we've loved seeing with him is. When he makes those strong, powerful runs and gets at the fullback and takes them on a bit with his pace, we've just seen it so rarely in the last season and a half or season or so. Uh, but he he got back to it on the weekend and it, it was deadly. It was nice to see him do it with his left foot as well. He didn't want to try and cut back, get inside. And that's, you know, what Luca gives you is you're going to have a fox in the box, someone attacking the six-yard area in order to, you know, tap home a nice goal like that. So, yeah, full credit to Ben Haller in this game. He got man of the match. I didn't entirely agree with that. I don't know what you guys thought. Do you think he was best on? Um, I think he was very close, and I don't have a complaint that he was given it. For me, mm. I would have I would have gone with either with either Joe Gauchi or Alexander Popovich in this one. I agree. I think Popovich was mine. Uh, the goal obviously sways that a little bit, but there were some elite defensive efforts in order to keep Western United out of this game. Yeah, um, on, on Ben, I'd just like, again, just some more consistency from this guy as a leader in this team because what is this, five games in this league now, 
Um, just like the rest of the senior players, missing against Sydney FC, um, poor against Melbourne Victory, but we were we were pretty poor as a whole that day. But outside of those games, his two best performances have been against two fullbacks in this league that are probably considered the better fullbacks than than some of. It's a position where a lot of clubs don't have a lot of depth, and and I'm not sure how much of a fan of him I am, but obviously Josh Risden has has Socceroos caps, and he's he's highly rated in this league as a fullback. And Ben Halloran's had a very good game playing against Josh Risden, and against the Mariners had a very good game as well playing against uh, Mikhail Docker, the Brazilian fullback that they signed from Santos at the start of this season. So an import fullback and a, and a Socceroo fullback. But then two games against, obviously, 6-0 against Melbourne City, not necessarily required, but but I felt like didn't do enough on a, on a younger fullback. And, mm. yeah, there's there's been twice this year we've said that he's run at the weakest player in games. Against victory, it was Connor Chapman, and we thought he needed to do more. So just a little bit more consistency from him. So when he does get those opportunities, he he's raring to go and, and he can take them. Mm. A bit of flat-track bully areas, maybe? Well, the, well, the opposite of a flat-track bully. Yeah, he's doing it against doing against the players that should perhaps be giving him a little bit more grief and not so much against against the others. What's the opposite of that? Hard track, difficult track. I don't even know where that saying comes from. Like, is it a cricket term? Flat track bully? I don't know, but if I think you think if you keep going down this path, Sam might call you (laughs) off track in a second. So (laughs) I'm waiting for him to unmute himself (laughs) to say something. (laughs) Joe Gauchi, big game. Commentators talking about they wonder how long he will be playing. In the A League, I think it's a question we've we've had on our minds for a while. Uh, his performances this season so far have just been brilliant. He's one hundred percent to me a Socceroo goalkeeper. Uh, how much of this game was de- obviously he had a great game, but I also think we should talk about Lockie Wales being absolute cabbage. There was a bit of that, wasn't there? I mean, the woo for the first twenty minutes, I thought they absolutely spanked us from what I could see. They did. We were struggling to get out of the back. They created some really good opportunities. Um, Lockie Wales probably could have had a hat-trick like very easily if that guy knew how to find the back of the net. I mean, he scores a goal eventually, but... but he falls over like, and it goes in. Yeah, yeah, that was a really shitty goal to one, concede. One mistake that Gauchi made. Mm, mm. I, I looked at that replay a few times and thought, surely there's a foul in there, surely. How has he let this ball go loose? Yeah. But it's it's like good tenacity from Wales in that situation. Um, I don't I don't mind him as a footballer, Lockie Wales. I think he's he's definitely got his benefits. Um, he fits a Western United team down to a T because they These suck. Guys, yeah, because they suck. They've struggled to score all season, and you know they've been on the receiving end of a couple of really close defeats. I think. Did they play Macarthur and they won nil up and they lost two one somehow in the the dying minutes. They're rooted to the bottom of the table is all I can say. And that this is a game that we should be going and winning. And we did, but it is through the good fortune of their inability to score goals. I don't know what you think, Cooper, but this team probably outside of Jacob Tratt and maybe Stephen Lustica is potentially a better team on paper than ours. um... Because Pena's awesome. I really like Nazarene. Uh, Rukovic's untapped talent. Yeah, I'm not totally convinced. Um, I just think they're a little awesome. bit. Rukovic was still, we're still yet to see him do. We yet, you know, the commentators before this game were applauding him so hard for how he's almost scored goals in his performances for Western United so far. And I'm not the sure why we're, why we're applauding strikers for for almost goals. Um, 
there might there be, a be a better for that. <laughs> there might be a better collection of players on paper, mm. but they're not a good team at all. There is, there is one, two. I think there's someone said there was nine out of eleven players in this lineup. I think it's it could even be ten. Having a look at it right now, that have come to Western United from other A League clubs as well. So it's just, I think potentially we're thinking it's a better team on paper because we're like, there's A-League experience, there's A-League experience. Familiar names. All, all over the chat, but really it's just a bunch of guys that, that didn't cut the mustard at other A-League clubs and have ended up in a cow paddock at Ballarat every second week. So hey. um, no, I saw a tweet that, that you'll potentially like, Sam, and I thought it was a little bit disrespectful, but um, I think you're struggling when people are asking the question, is Lockie Wales legit just a slower version of Trent Bahadja? Yes. He is. He's not good. So one of those chances on the weekend, the ball gets played to him. He's, what is he, a step outside the six-yard box, and he doesn't hit it first time. And he stops it, and then he looks across the box, takes his time, and then eventually it gets blocked. I don't know what he was doing, had an eternity there. First time, bang. It was an easy goal. And then he has the one-on-one. He springs the offside track really well. Um Gets played through, chasing, chasing, chasing. Popovich does all credit to Popovich for chasing him, but he shouldn't. Popovich should never be able to get there to that ball. And the commentator, I think, it was, was it Moss in commentary? Cocoms, mm. the most boring oh. man in A League. Um, Terrible commentary, duo. Oh, he's so dull. The guy is so dull. And uh, yeah, and he's sitting there going, "Wales has done everything right there, has he? He was one on one with the goalkeeper, and he didn't score. He's not done anything right." He's done nothing right. He's actually rounded the keeper and still somehow been dispossessed of the ball. Yeah, he's an idiot. Just score. There's another moment in this game earlier too where he actually tried to round Gauchi and didn't get round him. And there was a lot of like, you know, Gauchi's gone down to his left just predicting early. If he's just hit this, it's probably a goal. And he just, I don't know if he's a guy lacking confidence or not, but fuck, he just, he burns some opportunities and and they're going to regret it come the end of this season. Hell yeah! How long has John Aloisi got left in him? Then are we gonna are we gonna get the Aloisi derby? Is he gonna make Woo versus Brisbane? Oh, I want to move it on actually because I think we've spent way too much time just talking about West United, <laughs> and I despise this club's existence. You know, yeah. where were they playing their home game on the weekend? Ballarat is that the West of whatever? Yeah, whatever. Fucking idiots! <laughs> the Western East Coast United Melbourne team. Um, I want to talk Zach Cloth because I. <laughs> I nodded off for a moment and then Popovich had scored and then I saw you two talking about how good uh, his balls were. Zach Clough has mm. good balls. How many of them? Probably a couple. <laughs> Should at least have a couple. That was a brilliant ball. The the, the set piece was so well worked because you, you play the short one to uh, Nesta and you wonder what he's going to do next. And that's everything. Every time he touches the ball, you think, what the fuck is Aaron Connor going to do? And so he draws two defenders. Dishy gets the time and the space in order to deliver this gorgeous first-time cross into the box. And his ability over the ball we are seeing week on week now is is actually of you know the the highest standard in in the A League. And you know to he put it on a dime. It was a ball out swinging uh, from the right wide uh, the the wide right area. Perfect edge of the six yard box. It's just begging someone to get on the end of it. And Popovich is the guy that just is happy to nod at home. I, th- I thought it was, it was just a perfect cross, beautiful ball. If I can just rewind probably 
two minutes prior to this, we go down the left side with Haller and we get a free kick. Zach Clough stands over the free kick and he puts the ball in. It's a on this occasion, it's an in swinger and it's an absolute peach. This this free kick is an absolute peach. It gives Western United a ton of issues and Jacob Trapp does really well to get a flicky header on it just at the back post and we get a corner yeah. out of it. Let's um, not talk up Jacob Trapp on this podcast, please. He was <laughs> lucky to get a flick on it to get it out. Yeah, well, however you want to put it, track gets a touch on it, goes out for a corner. We come short, like you said, through Nesta. Um, probably pretty well described saying that Nesta draws two defenders because people are thinking, what are they going to do? And I was seriously surprised to actually see Nesta lay this ball off just two yards because it's such an unusual thing to see him do. He's How obviously good. always looking to do the spectacular. And then this clough out swing. Headband Nesta. Headband Nesta, yeah, this... This clough outswinger, it, it, to me, it shows his versatility. And I think this is why Carl potentially tried him in wide areas when it wasn't working through the center. And while we've heard Carl say in the past that he thinks that the Zach is far and beyond, the even when Craig was here, the best passer and the best crosser that he had in his team. And we're starting to see it now. We're getting to that point in the season now where he's been consistent enough through the first six games that I'm I'm starting to lean towards the side of this guy is a, is a very good footballer. And I now understand why why we've kept him around and given him a contract and why why Carl wants to just continue to persist with him. And, and, and long may it continue for Zach. Are we eating our words now? I mean, I'm not. I was a massive Clough defender the whole time. You can go back and listen, but I won't be. I won't be eating anything. <laughs> Have you been here long enough to defend him that whole time? I don't know. He's bloody good. He's like, what is he second in the FOP mob uh, rankings at the moment? He could be on a Johnny Warren path. Okay, is there anything else you want to talk about with this Adelaide Western United game, or have we pretty much covered it? A, a good three points. I really enjoyed the defensive effort of uh, Popovich and Ansel. There were a few really key blocks going uh, deep into the game. There was like a period there where, because um, I, okay, I may have foolishly pre-game have suggested that we take a centre back out, and we try and you know like a Serie A formation, play the three-five-two, try and get Hero involved a little bit more. Um, but after this, who do you sacrifice? Because there were two key moments there. There was one in the first half as well where Popper clears it off the line after I think Wales goes around Gauchi. But Ansel puts in a massive challenge. Popper puts in a massive block. It, these two are forming such a formidable partnership. And I'm so pleased to see Ansel start every week and Popper actually get the guidance that he needs to be able to be a good footballer. And so I think the two performances of those uh, cannot go uh, underwritten in this. Absolutely. Cooper, anything, anything else? Last thoughts on West United? No, that's all from me for this game. Oh, perfect. All right, so our run continues this these uh, annoyingly fixtured games. We believe we have a Monday this week. Yeah, it'll be Monday oh, against MacArthur this a week. A Monday game against MacArthur. I mean, it's good for viewing to break up the work week, I guess, on a Monday, something different. But uh, I don't know how many people are going to be at a, a game in MacArthur in general let alone on a Monday night. They just don't get fans. They're another joke club that I don't know how that expansion came about, but we've got them away. Fox Sports. Um, I we... feel, sorry for, feel sorry for all the guys that there were a few I've seen in the Red Army chat that had booked tickets to go to this and now cannot attend because they've just moved the fixture like without any notice. Was this one moved? Yeah, it was yeah. moved. Yeah, so originally... Originally Saturday um, moved due to MacArthur playing AFC Cup in Thailand. It was supposed to be 
uh, against Shan United on November 30 at Campbelltown. It's now been moved to Bangkok, Thailand, um, after the Australian government decided to grant decided to decline granting visas for Shan players and officials due to the ongoing situation in Myanmar. What? How does that help anyone? Christ, thanks. Who do we blame thanks, for that one? Is it Dutton, the potato? Was it him? <laughs> Got it. In opposition? Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> we'll blame him. Um, just <laughs> joke stuff. Uh, absolute farcical situation, that. Uh, so the, MacArthur the away. Second time. The second time we've had a game moved now as well because of the fucking Champions League. MacArthur away. It's got to be after after this result, we're looking to win again, aren't we? Are we predicting a win or are we expecting a win? I'm, a I'm gonna be happy with any result that's not a loss in this one because MacArthur have been actually okay so far this season. Okay, um, I'm trying to I'm trying to win us beaten. away. I'm trying we're to win only, us away from this yeah, whole. The not lose. I don't lose. Look personally, I'd like to win this game because currently, if you look at it, we're third I'd on like the to table. Win every game. We now we now have a five point barrier keeping us in the six. So we're we're two results at least clear of dropping out of the finalist positions. MacArthur sits sixth currently. A win here will like push us further into this six, and we'll probably be all at this point seven games into the season potentially have a, a seven or eight point buffer on on finals. Yeah, they're beauty. unbeaten, MacArthur. They're unbeaten. Uh, points against Melbourne, both Melbournes. Uh, they beat the Woo 1-0, so, I mean, we beat them 3-1. We should beat them, right? We should. We should. I, 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 think can't, we I, can't even, I can't even name a MacArthur player. Like, this is why Grid AL was so shit for me, because I'd put MacArthur in one, of the, in one of the columns or the rows, and I'd be like, fuck, I have no idea who plays for these guys. I don't I care. Thought- I think it, it this result is so important because we spoke after that Sydney game, we said that Western United and MacArthur are big bounce back opportunities, but they've also got the opportunity to completely derail our season. Um, we've gotten through one of them totally unscathed with a win um, and we can bounce onto MacArthur and win. That could put us, like I said, seven or eight points clear in finals. We'll be probably at least third, maybe second after a result on the weekend, if it goes the right way. Um, and then we, and then Brisbane come, come to Highmarsh and, they're a team that I'm so unsure of, but I'm confident of this side getting a result against those teams at home. So a yeah. win this weekend could just propel our season so far ahead of where we expect it to be. Yeah, the danger of MacArthur is always just Davila, isn't it? Ulysses Davila. They've got the old Liga striker, Valo Germain, up front. And uh, I just remember Jed Drew and Matt Miller. But that's about it. From this very forgettable MacArthur existence. Oh, Philip Curto in goal. He's a good keeper. Yeah, but, they got yeah. Son, son of Cristiano as well. We'll see if he gets a run. Yeah, sure. Um, anyway, I want to finish with maybe, maybe a bit of a downer. Maybe oh. Cooper might be able to give us a bit of insight into this, but I want to have a little personal rant here because I'm sure other people have gone through similar. Uh, the mem- Ring the, the bells. Membership, the membership situation at Adelaide United. Now, this is a personal problem for me, sure. Um, I ordered my membership admittedly late. It was a week before round one, uh, but I've had no update on it since. No communication at all. I've been in touch with the club a couple of times about it. No update. And this was what, ordered 15th of October, you know, so going back a month and a half nearly. Uh, I just don't think it's completely good enough at all. I was... The day of round one, I know that there were many people trying to get a hold of the club to get tickets sorted so they could get in because they hadn't received their season tickets. 
Um, they eventually sent me a ticket to use, which turns out was just a ticket for that game, which I expected it might be, but I thought I might as well give it a try to get in against City and and then the Sydney game. But alas, it was just a ticket for that first round one game. And I still don't even have an electronic ticket. I don't have a hard copy. I don't I understand uh given that I ordered late. It, you're not going to get it in time. There might be some delays, but surely you can get at least the electronic copy sorted out so I can actually get into these games that are coming up because the next home game is December 10. If it's not sorted by then, when is it going to be sorted? And I just wonder how many people have you've heard of anyone having similar issues? Yeah, well, obviously um, a friend of ours has had similar issues, Sam, that you're aware of too. Um, as far as we're aware, the membership coordinator and, and the the admin officer of the club uh, resigned from her position and left the club the week of round one. Yeah. Um. So obviously that throws a little bit of turmoil in, but you think as a professional sporting organization, you'd go shit. We need to have a few people, even if they're not qualified to do it, you know, that are employed at this club full time, sit down and look at this because maybe this is seriously important. And it is you, important. You would maybe, forgive yeah. the club <laughs> if, if okay, they sent every member that they hadn't managed to get their membership to yet just a, a one match use ticket for that first week, and that gives them an, what was then an eight day buffer yeah. to make sure that all those people had their at least their electronic copy of their membership and yeah. could seamlessly get into to round two. Um, I wouldn't have thought that was a ridiculous ask. Um, but to be six weeks in now and still not just still not have the membership, but also just just not know what's going on with it. No proper communication for it is the real letdown here. Yep, 100%. Um, in the email when they send it out, it says like, uh, yeah, your membership pack will be just distributed from our external mailhouse. I get all that. Once your pack has been dispatched, you receive an email with your e-card. So not until they actually do the hard one do you get your e-card anyway. And it's like, what's the fucking, for the whole point of it, <laughs> an e-card is to make it easier. You should just get it all much sooner shouldn't you like does that not make sense the e-card should be instant right i actually wonder how much of a delay there is on people getting their physical membership packages because once he was confirmed and gone the club actually ordered membership cards without craig goodwin's face plastered all over the front of him so i wonder if that is potentially part of the reason why there's been such a delay for people getting a physical copy of their membership. At this surely, point, can I just have one with Craig? Surely, like, surely we could have changed this, this protocol of... Um, go to Officeworks, get them printed. It's not fucking hard. Yeah, surely we could have changed this protocol of not sending out the e-membership until the, the hard copy's been sent out. Um, I mean, I don't know how many of these plastic cards with Craig's face on them exist because at the can start of one? this season... Well, when we signed up for our memberships, there was six names that you could choose who you wanted mm. on the front of your membership card. And there was this glorious image of Eugene holding up the toilet seat. And That's I thought, fuck one. yeah, I want that. So I chose that three weeks later in the post, my membership rocks up and I've got Craig Goodwin. And <laughs> so- <laughs> it doesn't even exist. <laughs> what was the point of voting? Um, it says for any reason, <laughs> your package is delayed by the postal services. You can use your digital oh. e-card until oh. your physical card arrives. Those dumb but postal services. If you're not getting the and Oz post. <laughs> but if you don't get your e-card until the physical one has been dispatched, then what is the point? Well, I just I think- want to know what's going on. I just don't understand. I'm going to get in touch with them again sometime this week because I have reached out to them again. Um, maybe I'm too nice by emailing and not just getting on the phone and hammering them, but like, 
I think you should go into the, the club shop. In the shop. past, these things have been sorted out. but I think you should just go into the club shop and yell at the retail staff member there who's been paid $12 an hour to do sure. so and just make sure that they do their job. It I'll has do that. to be that person's fault. I just think, yeah, it's, a, it's not a great sign of a professional football club at the moment. And given, uh, I, I guess we've kind of been made, we've kind of forgotten how tumultuous, would you say, the off-season was? Because we started the season so well with those opening victories and we kind of put it all behind us. And uh, we got these emails coming out from the new chairperson talking about moving forward and talking about all the the dust settling on the Craig Goodwin stuff. And it's like, fuck, man, can I just have the ticket to the games that I've paid for? <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Like, yeah. Apparently like, so. This, this isn't our first time. Like, we've been here, we've been doing this for years. Come on. Oh, well. That's all I'm not sure where I'm not sure where we go from here. Are, they, are we just going to bum rush the gates now? Like just charging. you haven't paid you haven't paid for a ticket though going into a game, right? Oh, no, because that second week against Melbourne City, um, I rocked up, went to scan the ticket they gave me for the Central Coast game, which I I, I assumed wouldn't work, and it said I'd already entered. I was like, ah. Oh. It's my membership. And the guy was like, oh, that thing. And he just had like these tickets in his hand that he just scanned and let me in. So I could have oh, just good. gone up and pretended I had a membership and he would have just been like, ah, oh, membership, scan it. In you go. So yeah. maybe everyone, this week, no, don't buy tickets. If you're listening and you don't have a season ticket, go up and pretend you have one. I'll just let you in. Oh, I like this. This is a good I'm idea. See, I got I got into the Sydney game as like a friend and family of the, um, of the ADF because I think it was Remembrance Round or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna definitely try this this time. Maybe I can not pay for a ticket the whole season. That'll be awesome. Good luck. All the best here. Uh Cooper, you got anything else for this week? It's all from me. Brilliant. Tommy, anything else? Uh no. Cool. I'm gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna go to sleep for the next five days. Thanks for listening. Try, try the <laughs> yeah, brilliant. All right. See you.